We are talking about freedom from fear. Stay tuned. I will be right back. Blessings to you and welcome to Walk in the Word. I am your host, Robin, and I'm so glad you're here. Walk in the Word is a podcast where we are living according to the Word of God. We're learning to live according to God's Word, and we are actually doing it. I am so excited that you're here. Thank you. So we are continuing this series on freedom from fear. And today, I want to talk about our thoughts. And the one of the things that happened this morning I was just sitting down being really, really quiet and I had this thought and thoughts that I think probably more than I need to. And I said, wait a minute, hold up. What was that? (laughs) I know it sounds weird, but I stopped it. I said, wait a minute, what was that? And then you know what came to me? What came to me is we need to, and I've heard this many, 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 many times, but you know how just something just, once it actually happens and you're paying attention, it's like, oh, that's what that was about. That's what they were talking about. Okay. So what I did was I thought about that thought. I thought about it. And I thought about where it may have come from. And I decided, after I thought about that thought and what it was doing to me and how it was making me feel and how it was non-productive, it wasn't an evil thought, it was just a non-productive thought. It was a thought that if I kept Thinking it would bring me into bondage. And I'm like, you know what? No, we're not doing this anymore. No. Then I thought about, and I'll get to the scripture. Then I thought about, wow. We need to really consider what we're thinking about. So there are a couple of things that came to my mind. A couple of scriptures actually that came to my mind. And... The first one was Jeremiah 29, 11. And that was interesting to me because God is telling his people while they're in bondage, while they're actually have been carried away into captivity, he was telling them, you know, you're in captivity, you're going to be here a while, so sit a spell and just deal with it. Plant your trees, plant your gardens, live in your homes, marry marry the, the spouses you, you want to marry. Just make yourself at home. Pray for the land. Because when you when the land thrives, you will thrive. And he was talking to them and, and, and speaking comfort, even though the captivity was one in which they were deserving of it. Uh, God's people, well, I'm not going to go into all that history, but he was speaking comfort to them. And then he was telling them, listen, 
Don't listen to the false prophets. Don't listen to those who are telling you you're only going to be here for a certain amount of time. So, you know, they're telling God's people the opposite of what God is telling his people. Like, okay, you're going to be here for a while. Just sit a spell, get yourselves together and live your life. And these false prophets are like, no, 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 we're going to be out of here in no time. But God is speaking comfort. He's telling them to listen to him. And then he's saying, you know what? Don't listen to them. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. I know the thoughts that I have are of good and not of evil. And I started thinking about that. And God is actually telling them what he is thinking about them. He is paying attention to his thoughts. And they're of good. God is good. God is loving. Now, God is just. He will deal with sin. But he's telling his people, I know the thoughts that I think toward you. In other words, I am paying attention. So we have got to pay attention. And then I thought about how we have to be in a place of rest and quiet in our spirits. And I'm not necessarily talking about... um, It does help to have a quiet environment to steal away and get into a quiet place, a quiet room, a quiet bathroom, a quiet closet every now and then, a quiet car. You know, it it is good to get away and quiet our thoughts, but we can do that and still be on our phones. We can do that and still be thinking about so many other different things. We can be so distracted, but when we, we thought about how We need to be in a place in our spirits where we are quiet, where we just shut everything down and we begin to listen to what we are thinking about. And when we begin to take the time to steal away, you know, even in the midst of people, we can quiet ourselves and think about, wow, that thought just came through my mind. Whoa, well, wait a minute. Hold up. Where'd that come from? What, what is that thought doing to me? What is that thought causing me? What kind of reaction? What kind of emotions are those thoughts eliciting? What is going on in my body, in my mind when that thought comes? And so I'm, I'm kind of uh, in a... In a few different scriptures. So I talked about Jeremiah 29, 11 and how God is thinking about his thoughts and sharing with his people. He knows the thoughts that he thinks towards them, thoughts of good, not of evil, thoughts to prosper, not to harm. And then also about how we are to take captive thoughts that don't do us any good. Because see, Thoughts can come in that cause fear. And if we are paying attention to our thoughts and if we are paying attention to what reactions occur when we have certain thoughts, then we can be at the place where we can take those thoughts captive 2 Corinthians 10, 5 says, or actually 10, 4 and 5, 
since the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but are are powerful through God for the demolition of strongholds or for the tearing down of strongholds. We demolish, we devastate, we destroy arguments and every proud thing that is raised up against the knowledge of God and we take every thought captive. Get in your mind taking that that agonizing, fearful thought and grabbing hold to it and pulling it down and stepping on it and demolishing it just like you're destroying. Take Remember how you would take a soda can and you would step on that thing and okay so when we were younger we would step on and put our footprint in it and walk with the can so we could make that noise walking across the sidewalk <laughs> but I'm talking about taking that can and destroying it or listen taking a bug that you get tired of looking at and you hate bugs so you step on that bug and you destroy it you demolish it you take that thought and you say oh no you are not gonna have your way with me today and as a matter of fact ever again and you take that and you demolish it you put it under the blood of Jesus and you cast it away that's what that's talking about listen taking it captive now I know Paul he's talking about he's in his apostolic authority here and he's talking about he ain't he's not just talking yeah I said he ain't he ain't just talking about um you know, uh, actually, he's talking about the outward things and, and go, coming against people who are coming against the people of God with with foolishness and, and thoughts that, and teachings that aren't of God. But listen, we can do that in our own minds and we should. We should cast those things down so we can demolish those arguments. We can demolish those thoughts, but we have to start with thinking about what we're thinking about. If we are thinking about things that make us afraid, we it is so important. Psalm 46:10 comes to mind. Be still and know that I am God. Getting into that place of stillness is so important. Slowing down in life is so important. Telling people, no, I can't right now is so important. Telling people, I cannot take your call right now, but I will call you later. Telling family members, I need to get in this room for a minute. Just give me some space. Telling your employer, give me some space right now. Taking your lunch break, listen... I remember being in a place where my fellow employee, a co-worker, she would not take lunch. She would work while she was eating her lunch. And I started talking to her and I basically just said, you know what? You need to take your lunch. You need to get on up out of here and get yourself some space. Go home, go to the park, walk, do something, get out of here. You know, take that time because we got to steal away. We got to get into a place so we can listen to our thoughts. And when we do steal away, let's settle down. 
let's just breathe. <laughs> you know, just just breathe. Just just take a minute and think about what you have been thinking about today. What are you thinking about right now? What were you thinking about before you turned on this podcast episode? I'm here. I got quiet for a second because I wanted you to breathe for a minute and think. Stop the racing thoughts. Stop the fearful thoughts. Stop them in their tracks. You have the power. Now, thoughts come. We cannot always control the thoughts that come. But man, we can show enough control what they do and how much they control us. So, let me go to Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. And I'm reading from the uh, Christian Standard Bible. Finally, brothers and sisters. He's talking to the saints now. (laughs) Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. What happens when you think about those things? Fear has to leave. Here we have whatever is true. That's the first thing he says. What a foundation. The truth. Not your truth. We're not talking about your truth because your truth is are your facts. Okay, they are your facts, F-A-C-T-S. We are talking about, Paul is talking about truth, absolute truth, the word of God, the foundation of everything that a believer in Christ, that a Christian stands upon the truth. So whatever is true, our foundation of truth is the word of God. Yeah, go ahead. Speak your truth. I got that. Live your truth. I got that. But is your truth that you're speaking and is your truth that you're living founded on the word of God or is it just founded on your life experiences not negating our life experiences, but are they submitted and surrendered to the foundation of the truth of God's word? Whatever is noble, whatever is virtuous, in other words, whatever is free from anything petty or mean or dubious in character, whatever has high moral principles, whatever is noble. Think about it. Whatever is right. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. 
and everything else will be added. Think about what's right. Because when we think about what's right, we will begin to love what's right. We will do what's right. We will teach what's right. All founded on the word of God. Whatever is pure, whatever is free from defect, error, it all gets back to the word of God. Whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. Now listen, if you're thinking about things that are not lovely and not admirable, and then whatever is excellent and praiseworthy, we're told to think about those things. Because when our minds are thought are fixed, and it almost seems like it almost seems like telling someone, you know, to always think about Jesus, always be in this place of, oh God, I praise and worship you. Well, let me tell you something. It is good to be in a place where we are in a continual state of worship. It does not mean we are of no earthly good, as people say, so heavenly minded, we're no earthly good. And we're not talking about that. We're not talking about people who have nothing to offer society because they're so caught up that they can't even reach out a hand to help somebody or they can't even speak a kind word to somebody because they're so religious. We're talking about having thoughts and being in a prayerful attitude and and guarding our hearts against those things that would cause us to think about things that will cause us to fear, to be afraid, to tremble, that will cause our hearts to tremble and fear and would keep us from accomplishing the will and the purposes of God that he has for our lives individually. And we're not going to let that happen, are we? No, we're going to take every thought captive and we're going to bring it to the obedience of Christ. We're going to bring it under subjection. Your thoughts, think about them. Think about what you are thinking about because, frankly, our behaviors, our attitudes, they start with what we think about. And then the enemy of our souls, he deals with our senses and you know all that starts coming into play because we are starting to really think about and consider what the thought was that came into our minds we have control over those thoughts we have the spirit of God in us saints of God we have the spirit of God living within us so when we quiet ourselves And we think about what we are thinking about and we allow the Holy Spirit to illuminate those thoughts. Then he can show us how to cast them down. He can show us what word to put on what thought. Because you know what? You know what you can do? You can say, okay. I had that thought, Lord, I don't know exactly what to do with it. That that thought is so pervasive. That thought is so overwhelming to me. I don't really know what to do with it. So can you give me the word that you want me to know and to meditate on so that I can 
be free from that thought and the effects of that thought, let God will do it. He will give you a scripture and you will go in your Bible and find that scripture. And you'll be like, oh my God. And, and the word begins to deal with that thought. And sometimes if we can't cast down that thought and take it captive, the Holy Ghost will do it through the word of God. Does this make sense, y'all? Oh, we have so many tools at our disposal to live this life victoriously. And I am not saying, let me just put this out there, that I am always victorious. Because they do, things do happen. We live life. We are human. Life happens to us. But I am finding God's word is so true. He is so real and he has so many tools available for us if we take advantage of them. He he would not let us come into his kingdom and not provide the tools that we need to live in his kingdom victoriously. That wouldn't be God. No, that wouldn't be God. He's a loving, providing Heavenly Father. Isn't he Jehovah Jireh? God who provides? That's who he is. So we're not just looking for provision in the natural. We are looking for provision In the spirit, we are looking for provision so that we can be free from this fear that the enemy has loosed in this land like never before. The blood of Jesus. We're not going to have it, saints. We are not going to deal with it. Oh, uh, let me put it that we are going to deal with it. And we're going to let the enemy know, no, this is not that. You are a child of God. I am a child of God. And the Bible tells me that God has not given me the spirit of fear or timidity, but he has given me power, love, and a sound mind, a stable mind. Yes, he has. And this sound, stable mind is no place for the spirit of fear or the spirit of timidity walking around, walking around like, oh no, this is going to, oh no, 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 no. Oh, what if, what if, what if, no, 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 no. We tearing that stuff down. We casting it down. Okay. So today think about your thoughts and deal with them. Allow the Holy Spirit to help you. And I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to help me. Cause I'm telling you, this is a work in progress, but it's a work and we are being Conform to the image of Christ. We're being transformed by the renewing of our minds. We're going to do this thing right. And we're going to be. Continue to be the children of that children of God that he created us to be the people, the human beings that he created us to be walking in authority, walking in his power, walking in his way, living the way he wants us to live, drawing others by our lives and by the words that we speak, because the words that we speak. They're going to mean something because we know we have been there and we know we have the answers because God is not a man that he should lie. 
And we're going to speak his words. We're going to speak his truth. We're going to surrender our truth to his truth and let it, let it come forth out of our lips and by the way we live. And you're going to walk with your head up today because you're going to not allow that fear to drag you down because you're going to cast it out in Jesus' name. And you're going to be free today. Today. Freedom is yours. Don't cast away the confidence you have in Christ. He is here for you to help you in every battle, in every struggle. And one day you're going to say, oh, there is no more struggle because I have overcome. And you're going to testify that God has done this in my life. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. Please come back again next week as we continue to talk about freedom from fear. Lord, I pray that you have laid your hand on my brother and my sister and begun the work of freedom or continue the work to set them free, to set us free from the spirit of fear that has just overwhelmed this nation, this land, this globe. I plead the blood of Jesus against the spirit of fear right now. And I ask you to continue to empower us, continue to strengthen us, continue to encourage us, continue even to deal with us and to lay your finger on the things in us that are not pleasing to you, God, and help us to rest in you and to even get quiet sometime today to really understand how important it is to think about what we are thinking about and surrendering those thoughts to you, casting them down so that the enemy can no longer have strongholds in our lives, in our minds, because we are deserving of more. We are children of the Most High God. We are royalty. We are a royal nation, a holy nation, a royal priesthood. We've been set aside. We are a peculiar people. We are sanctified. And we're covered in the blood of Jesus. We are clothed with the righteousness of Christ. Encourage us today. As we move through, Lord, be glorified in the lives of my brothers and sisters. I thank you. I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Feel free to share this message. I love you. But God loves you eternally and forever. Bye-bye.